The festive season is upon us, and on NBL Now, we've got some big-ticket items under the tree. Brisbane gets the new import it wished for. The Breakers definitely didn't get what they wanted. And if you can't wait until Christmas Day, if you're eager to get those presents sorted, we've got Melbourne and Perth, a genuine blockbuster, on Saturday night as part of a big weekend of games. All that and a few stocking stuffers coming up now. Yeah, it is NBL Now, our last edition before Christmas, it's an exciting time of year, the most wonderful time of the year and the most basketball time of the year, which we absolutely love. Liam Santa Maria is with me, Joel Peterson. Good morning, Liam. Morning, Joel. I am feeling very festive now that I've listened to you uh, open the show with all those little Christmas analogies and I'm ready for a massive 10 or 11 upcoming days of NBL basketball. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely huge. Uh, you've had a busy week. I've seen you about the place. I've seen you in photo shoots, repping a, a very tasty little bomber jacket there with uh, my boy Rocco Zakarski and the Next Stars crew. It's been a big week for the Next Stars. Yeah, no, it's been fun. It was great to for uh, to launch the the new branding, the new look, the new logo for the program yesterday. Um, it was cool a little while ago to get all eight Next Stars uh, together in Sydney during the FIBA window and. Um, yeah, it was cool to see that the, the mock draft from Yahoo Sports as well during the week, uh, recognizing the potential and the upside of a bunch of our guys in that in that projected first round. And everywhere I go on social media, I'm just seeing Blocko Zakarski, which uh, is is making me very happy. I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, let's stick with the Brisbane Bullets because uh, they have had a, an early Christmas present land in Casey Prather. So the DJ Mitchell injury opened the door to go and get Casey Prather, a three-time champion. Uh, you predicted this earlier in the week, so uh, a big tick to you. Do you think he's he's what they need? Definitely the Casey Prather we saw in the NBL who won three championships in his first three years in the league. That guy is exactly what they need. Uh, do they get that guy? Well, I'm fascinated to see. Certainly myself and everybody else on Brisbane Island are hoping that they do. But um, Justin Shulin knows Casey Prather well. They, he coached him. He was part of that coaching staff that worked with Casey to win that 2018 NBL championship, and they've been staying in touch. They were talking in preseason. Um, I've since found out, um, but Casey wasn't quite ready to go at that point as he's getting himself uh, back and right after back-to-back knee injuries. Um, but apparently, he is right now, and he's been working out. He's been working on his body, and uh, he's ready to go. So, man, super exciting to have him back in the league. I mean, um, that record of winning three championships in your first three years is pretty remarkable, unprecedented stuff uh, in NBL history and uh, awesome to have him back in the league. Hopefully we see him flying high. Now, AJ Ogilvie, you'll send shivers down his spine to hear that kind of talk, but hopefully we see him back up at his very best in the league. Absolutely. Does it raise their ceiling for you in terms of where they could get to this season? Well, I've already been pretty high on this team, Joel. So, I mean, I've always felt like they were a top four team. Now, um, they've, it's been a bit of a roller coaster and, um, they've, you know, lost some games that they probably shouldn't have. And uh, as a result, they're not really in that kind of picture right now. But yes, I, I think that this is a good move that puts them back into that sort of, um, area. Uh, as a team that has the potential to really mix it with the big boys when push comes to shove at the at the end of the season. Now, hopefully it doesn't take him too long to assimilate, 
get comfortable so that they can win enough games to be in that mix uh, so that they can get that done. So they reported yesterday he'll be here on the 27th. So they play Brisbane on uh, they play Adelaide on Christmas Eve, and then they play New Zealand on the 27th. So uh, if they can bank a win or two in the meantime, that'd be uh, a big tick for the Bullets. Um, there won't do with the property prices on Brisbane Island any harm either, which is a big tick for you, Liam Santa Maria. Uh, the Findelaney injury coming out of New Zealand mm. yesterday was a bit of a shame. Not what they needed, getting right on the cusp of getting Zylan Cheatham and Will McDowell-White back. Findelaney goes down with a calf injury that's going to keep him out for a few weeks. And uh, on the eve of a grand final replay against the resurgent Sydney Kings, that's not what New Zealand needed. Ah, oh, man, it's a real rough blow for the breakers. Um we, uh, uh, Modi Mayor texted me yesterday and he said, I had 45 minutes of my full team in training yesterday. He said it was great fun. Um, and now Fendelani with the calf injury. So, man, that's a shame. Right as they're getting Zylan Cheatham and, and Will McDowell White back into the lineup. Uh, now, I will say he hasn't been completely and utterly tearing it up, Fendelani. Uh, not at the level that we're previously used to from from Finn Diesel uh, when he was an all-NBL second-team type performer. So, yes, he's a loss, definitely, but it's not quite the sort of um, massive blow that losing Zylan Cheatham was. So on the eve of getting him back, the timing is never great for this type of thing, but it could have been... Much worse. If this had happened two or three weeks ago while Zylan Cheatham was still out for an extended period, it would have been different. So hopefully they can um, they can start winning some games again because I think we're all sort of hoping that this Breakers team will go on a bit of a run over the course of the second half of this season. You know, it's a grand final replay and, and they're in vastly different positions to what they were last year. The Kings working their way back into the things and the Breakers are uh, a long way from it, unfortunately. Uh, one player that starred last round for Sydney was Jalen Galloway. He's come up in some boomers conversation this week. So he, Alex Tui, of course, on that King squad. Rocco's a casket. Sounds like they're going to be heavily in consideration for Brian Gorgian's squad for that upcoming FIBA break in in February, Mitch Creek's been another name thrown into that mix. What did you make of that reporting from News Corp this week? Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, it was cool. Very cool to see Mitch Creek back uh, in that mix as well, uh, for sure. And um, yeah, it makes sense to have some of that elite young talent involved as well. And when we talk about Tui and and Galloway um, in that you know in the context of that game against New Zealand tonight, I'm excited to see what type of sort of backup we get from the Kings. You know, I think we're all um, pleased to see the way they played down in Tassie after, you know, a bit of heat was put on them that week. Can you back it up? Can you bring that kind of starch at the defensive end for a second game in a row as you try to right your uh, your ship? Um, fascinated to watch that tonight against the Breakers. It's going to be a going to be a fun matchup. Another one that will be is Cairns and and Southeast Melbourne. So still no Mitch Creek, who's who's still out injured for Southeast Melbourne. So they head up to far north Queensland, and I, I think the question here, Liam, is really what Cairns Taipans team do we get? No one knows. Adam Ford doesn't know. Cairns doesn't know. I'm not sure the team knows. Uh, what Taipan squad do we get tonight? I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't know. We don't know. So uh, that's a, that's definitely a wait and see. That's a big question, probably the biggest question for tonight. 
The other one for me is, is Abdel Nader ready? Is he ready to go? Is he ready to put his best foot forward? Because he showed some cool signs in Terrelgan last week. And who knows? I, I said the other day against New Zealand what they need for uh, – sorry, the other day in NBL overtime. don't know what. It's too early for me, Joel. I'm messing up my words. Um, that what they need for Christmas is for Abdel Nader to be a starter. Not a starter, a star. And does that begin – Tonight, does that begin against Cairns in far north Queensland, helping the Phoenix get a win without Mitch Creek? That, that's the big question for me. He, he seems like he brings something to the table that uh, maybe they don't otherwise have. And it's going to be, yeah, really interesting to see how they show up and how Cairns shows up tonight. To open Saturday, Tassie heads to Illawarra. Uh, quiet week for the Jack Jumpers after a 0-2 and two round last round, but uh, going up against two of the best teams in the league. The Hawks have had anything but a quiet week coming off their big win, uh, trying to stop that, that Hawks train. Um, one of the conversations around Tassie at the moment in terms of where they go from here is, is does Will Magne move into the starting lineup? Is, is the time right? Is that a move that you would go to if you were in charge of this Jack Jumper squad? Um, I would continue to consider it. I don't think there's any reason to kind of uh, swing that move necessarily straight away or, or right now, something that you can do at some point if you feel like it. But um, I, I don't see any reason to kind of upset the apple cart here for Tassie or to overreact to those couple of losses last week. I mean, they were, you know, they lost to Perth in Perth. They had that game. And, um, you know, they lost to a, a fresh, desperate Sydney team uh, off the back of that trip. So um, you're still getting Milton Doyle back up and about. Let's see if that happens this week and, and in this game against Illawarra. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think that there's any reason for us in a public sense to overreact to Tassie's two losses last week, and I don't see any reason for Scott Roth or that group to overreact internally. Just get back to doing what they do and the winds will start flowing again. Uh, later on on Saturday night is, is an absolute blockbuster. So it's, it's Saturday night with the stars and it is under the stars. John Kane Arena, the roof is open, 1v3, Perth and Melbourne. Cool. Last time they played, it went to overtime. You'll be there. I'll be jealous. Uh, <laughs> this is this is such an exciting prospect. Oh, man, let's go. Fireworks at halftime, Joel. There's going to be Literal fireworks. fireworks throughout the game. And then they're going to pop them off at halftime as well, just because there's not... In case there's not already enough of a show going on with those two teams on the floor, with Cotton versus Golding, with Pinder versus Joe Luala Chul, with when those guys come off and have a rest, then you've got Ariel Hook Porty and Alexander Saar going head to head. So, uh, man, this is going to be super fun. Remember last time these two teams meet, it went, met, it went to overtime. It was one of the games of the season. And uh, I'm expecting another cracker in this one. And, you know, you know how it is, Joel. You've seen white men can't jump. Oh, the, when the roof's open, the wind can push that ball six to eight inches to the left or the right. So who makes the adjustment and knocks down shots with the breeze flowing inside John Kane? That's going to be a, a real spectacle. Uh, who wins that for you and why? Melbourne win because they're the best team in the league and uh, they're fully healthy right now. Yep, it's... Uh... 
it's a big task. It's a big task for the Firth Wildcats because Melbourne are absolutely on a tear. Um, so the long weekend of matches, uh, of course, we've got the the two the doubleheaders coming up. So tonight, New Zealand, Sydney, Cairns, South East Melbourne. Tomorrow night, the 23rd. No one knows what day it is at this time of year, so we'll give you <laughs> as much information here as we can. Illawarra, Tasmania, Melbourne and Perth. Uh, the Christmas Eve game is Adelaide and Brisbane. That game is, if not sold out, very close to at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre again. So shout out to the 36ers fans. Christmas Day, of course, Tassie and South East Melbourne at 5.30 Eastern Daylight Time. Sydney and Illawarra at 7.30 Eastern Daylight Time. Boxing Day is Cairns and Perth. And then Brisbane and New Zealand on the 27th. And that sort of closes out this round of mm. NBL hoops. It just keeps rolling on as the days do, which is great to see. So there's uh, there's no shortage of uh, basketball coming up in the next week or so. There certainly is not. So lock it in. Uh, have a bit of a look at the schedule, though, and plan it out because everyone's got events going on and, and the like. And make sure you know, all right, when it is those games are going to be on in the background sometimes while you're eating your Christmas lunch and, and dinner and the like, but also front and centre because there's a couple of those games for sure that you are going to make sure that you're locked into from go to work. Yeah, absolutely. It is uh, It is the real Christmas feast. Before we get out of here, our weekend headlights, a pra- plagiarism-free zone, certified plagiarism-free zone. Uh, that looked like a doubtful little look there. Well, we'll uh, see. Lee, we'll see. Just quietly. Uh, would you like to start or would you like me to uh, to open the first gift? Um, off the back of what we were just talking about, I think maybe I'll go first. Love it. Um, because it's 11 straight days. From tonight onwards, Joel, of NBL basketball. So from tonight all the way through to New Year's Day, there's NBL basketball on every day. So, man, I don't know when the weekend, when are we talking? When is this going to roll out? Christmas Day on Monday or the, you know, Boxing Day on Tuesday? I'm not sure. But whenever one of the big papers wants to, they can feel free to roll out on their back page. Basketball bonanza. Because that's what we are going to enjoy over this next period of time. As as someone who loves a bit of alliteration, I'm happy with basketball. But now, any use of the word banana is good use uh, <laughs> in my book. Uh, I'm just going to stick pretty chalk here. Um, Christmas Day, we'll all be sitting down. We'll be uh, we'll be watching a couple of games. Uh, and I think we'll be watching the Kings of Christmas go about their business again and watching Sydney. Uh, I'm not sure they'll do what Paul Smith said they'll do earlier this week, but I think they'll, I think they'll beat Illawarra and I think uh, the Kings of Christmas will, uh, will be in action on, uh, on Christmas Day. Liam, uh, all the very best for the festive season. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and uh, your beautiful family and uh, look forward to, uh, to hearing your voice uh, across the course of this busy stretch of games. Thanks, John. Merry Christmas to you and yours as well, mate. And to all our listeners, um, I hope everybody has a safe and happy Christmas with their families. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no matter where or how you celebrate it, uh, make sure you you do stay safe and uh, enjoy this this time of year. Of course, uh, plenty of stuff coming your way on the NBL app, nbl.com.au. And of course, tune into ESPN for all the action over the next few days. We'll be back in your feed uh, Boxing Day. So after the Christmas action, uh, looking forward to uh, to that. But uh, have a safe and happy Christmas and uh, and enjoy all that's coming up in the NBL.